Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Sawicki. I'm here with my man, JBJR. What's happening? What's happening, brother? Hey, we're on episode 29, man. 29. Fruit of the Boom. What? Fruit of the Boom. Tell them who's here, man. Man, we have some legends. Two <sighs> legends sitting St. right Louis, next like, oh. You got when you get your star is coming, right? I'm I'm waiting for it this year. It needs we're, to be there. We're, we're, we're working on it. Yeah, <laughs> we got two years on the nomination, but we yeah. it's some political stuff. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's past, it's well past due, man. But uh, the two voices you hear right now are legendary <laughs> in the whole music industry. Period. <laughs> So we got my man DJ J.E. And we got my man Coco from Basement Beats. What's yeah, happening? Yeah. What's what happening? Up? How you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. Appreciate you guys coming and giving us uh, some of your time. Spill some of the best knowledge in the game. <laughs> Appreciate knowledge. you having us. Uh, n- heard nothing but great things on everything that you guys are doing over here. Man. Yeah, and I Appreciate seen that you guys got the new upstairs. I haven't even been up here. Oh, yet, yeah, man. man. <laughs> you guys got like studios on top of studios yeah. over here. It's like <laughs> Trying to make it all work, you know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. We also got another special guest, friend of the show, and also co-creator of Fresh Produce STL. The dun, dun, dun. DJ Who. Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's happening, brother, man? I'm working again. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, no, fellas, like I said, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, the main thing that we always try to ground on the show is just for you to just speak on whatever you feel like you want to cool. speak on. Cool. Keep it natural, keep it simple, ask you questions, and we just go from there. All right, let's go. All right, so first question that... I I ask literally everybody. I'm gonna ask you first. I'm gonna ask you second. <laughs> okay. Tell us how you guys in music production. Uh, I was originally a DJ doing house parties and uh, love for hip hop and um, you know um, kind of just like how everybody else you know just somebody either stumbled across Run DMC mm-hmm. or you know uh, Rockham or whatever. Uh, for me, it was Run DMC, Raising Hell. And um, from there on, I was just like intrigued by just like the beats and everything else. Mm. And then um, uh, just watching Yo MTV raps, and I was like, "What are they doing with the records? Like, right, what right. is that? Like, <laughs> that's a musical instrument." I was like, "Wow!" Like, um, okay. and so I just didn't, I didn't really know too much, but I, I just knew that that's something I wanted to do. And this is probably like when I was, I don't know, maybe. 12 14 or something like that somewhere yeah in there mm-hmm. so um basically uh with my mom's like vcr i would record yo mtv raps and i would kind of just rewind and play that like it was like juice yo mtv raps anything that had turntables that's how i learned how to dj nobody because i lived in st charles where it was kind of like country bumpkin kind mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. bullshit out there mm-hmm. but um so yeah i just kind of like rewound the tapes it's like okay he's moving his hand left and right and this has what is that thing in the middle and it was a mixer and i didn't know anything about it but i seen like i think it was a queen latifah video um there was a radio shack mixer and that was the only music thing like in st charles music store and it was radio shack (laughs) oh wow i seen that mixer in a radio shack so that's what they're using yeah it was just like kind of piecing the puzzle together and then like you know long story short i you know gathered money and i you know had like cheap turntables and this radio shack mixer mm-hmm. and then um you know it just kind of built built on from there and then I, you know started doing house parties and little mixtapes and it just got you know you know around the the saint charles area and then grew out to saint louis and then mm-hmm. um then I had a friend at the time that was uh, DJing at uh, Saints Roller Rink 
and then um, they had a uh, recording studio there. Okay. okay. And so I just held the wall and uh, kind of <laughs> just, you know, for a year and a half, like literally just sat on the couch just watching how studio sessions went. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. touching a button, just kind of like, okay, okay. I think that they were just like, okay, if you're going to stick around, you know, and you want to learn when there's nobody doing, when nobody's doing anything, you can, you know, mess around on the MPC 60. Yeah. Okay. Not like nobody teaching me anything. It's just like kind of just going in there with like ideas of like sampling, like, I don't know, like Led Zeppelin. Sure. Stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, growing up at that time, I was a big Wu-Tang fan. So anything, um, and I was a vinyl digger. So like, okay. the, like I came from kind of like this East Coast mentality of, of sampling, you know, real dope kick, you know, uh, like drum kits and, sh and stuff like that from yeah. records. And I just was like slowly like building on this MPC like every other month, whenever they're like, okay, you can get on it. Okay, right. you can get on it. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into music was just, you know, the love of DJing and, and record digging and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. And, and it's just a you know it's just a passion you know it's like mm. one like it literally was a click of like what is that guy doing with the turntables and then it just became like this you know domino effect it was like oh that ice cube record that's a parliament record i have that record <laughs> i love parliament like Hell how did yeah. they how did they do that right, like, right, and, right. Then, and then that snowballed into like you know you know i I didn't even know what a producer was. It was just mm -hmm. kind of like, I love these Funkadelic Parliament records and like they're using them. I don't know how they're doing it. And, and once the studio became like in my vision, it's like, oh, so that's how it's done. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then it was just like, I still wasn't, even whenever like the St. Lunatics put out their first record, uh, Give Me What You Got, mm -hmm. it was still DJJE. Nice. It, was, it was just, I was still a DJ at that yeah. time. And I didn't even know what a producer was. So it was just kind of like, once that became like a, a kind of a local hit, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, this is what I'm going to do now. There you go. Hell yeah. yeah. How about you, Coco? How'd you get started in music? Um, pretty similar, you know what I'm saying? Like watching, you know, TV raps and stuff like that. You know, back in, I can remember it was third grade, um, really bothering my mom. I, I don't know if you guys remember, like the Columbia House, we get like 11 CDs yeah. for a yeah. Hell yeah, so, hell yeah. I remember watching uh, Fresh Prince and Bel Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff doing Parents Don't Understand. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. You know, the video was dope. And then I heard the BC Boys joints, um, License to Ill, and I just, you know, begged my mom to get the CDs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was my first two CDs rap, rap wise. So I, I totally left all of the rock and classic rock stuff that, you know, I, I had. Uh huh. And, um, just kind of just a, just a fan, you know, of, of the rap, the, the the beats and everything. Um, that that progressed to like getting Ice Cube records and then NWA stuff like that. And uh -huh. I, I at one point thought I could rap or wanted to rap um, when he was DJing. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> started doing like basement parties or you know just kind of jowling on each other and yeah, you know being funny or goofy or whatever. And then. Um, Really, once once they started really doing like once he started like producing records and putting out, I thought maybe I could do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I never thought, you know, not growing up musical that oh I can I can make beats. Sure. Know? So just kind of being in, in the studio with him um, on the come up from you know the DJ aspect, the production, and then once shit got real. Yeah. Him and Wally got on. You know, I I kind of like 
left rap alone and, and, and started picking up the production side and just kind of learning it and just, you know, struck gold at one point. Yeah. Um, and just been running ever since. Um, but yeah, rap, man. Rap. Hell yeah. <laughs> rap music saved my life, I guess. Yeah, That's a good slogan. Absolutely, man. So now I want to go into reverse now. I want to ask okay. this question. So tell us about the day you had your first record breakout as a mainstream hit. So I'm going to start with Coco first, okay. and I'm going to start with Jay second. So go ahead, Tony. I mean, my mainstream was I was still at AT&T. Um, <laughs> I was working. Uh, at that time, we had a band, so it really was like 40 hours of work and uh -huh. then another I couldn't even tell you another 40 hours plus in the studio working on the band stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, got a call. Um, we, we had like regular, like a, a writing session for Project Steadfast at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nelly and Ali were going through beats or whatever. And I had just really started making beats. Like, learn, I learned to, how to sequence and, and put beats together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and basically, after one of our sessions, we were just going through beats. And, you know, I so said, I make beats now or whatever. Went and grabbed the CD and, and, and Tail Feather was on there. Uh huh. Um, okay. Probably, honestly, like one of my, like, within my first 20 beats, that was one of them. Nice. Um, so nice. I kind of just, like, I hit it and, you know, just Wasn't kept it just like a loop, too? Was it was it just a loop. No, yeah. no breakdowns it was, or anything. It was just the beginning. It was the, the, the siren and the ping and then it, it dropped. It's like and pretty, pretty much pretty the much first it. eight bars of Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't that, have yeah. no idea about the movie, I didn't know it anything about this was going to be you know my placement so yeah nice. um that happened you know they all jumped up whatever in the studio and i i just really thought they liked it i didn't know what was going to happen and then this man called me and said yo guess what you know he told me and i'm like get out of here I didn't have no, you know he's like you gotta go to new york you know he goes, I'm, I'm just gonna go up there with you but it was just crazy it happened real fast yeah and i didn't have no like sick days at at&t so my oh, man no. that kind of looked out for me um you know, he, he said I had a death in the family, basically, and let let me let me go up there. Oh nice. wow! Uh, so yeah, he looked out for me. Um, What's up, man? You know, I got I got the experience of you know my first placement up in the uh, uh, daddy's house, mm -hmm. uh, Biggie Studio, and, and Puff was there. And, uh, nice. Just a surreal feeling, man. And I know that all that's captured on tape. I didn't do it. He didn't do it. But like mm -hmm. Puff had this videographer at the time. Yeah. So I know all that's captured on tape. You know, I would love to have it or see it just to see my face like. Like, <laughs> you know, go wide. Yeah, I was so new and didn't know what was really going to happen. And then the publishing deals started happening. And then when I was still at AT&T, that song was playing on the radio. And I was like, oh, I did that, you know, whatever. And they were like, man, you still work at AT&T? And I'm like, I do. But, you know, and then eventually, it, you know, it charted real well. And then I got a publishing deal and said later. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm good. And so I'm on. So, yeah, that's great. Crazy. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Uh, I guess are we like before, like before, uh, give me what you got, I guess, or like, uh, or after, like country grammar. Where, we talk, I'm talking about lo, the, like world, first, world, the, worldwide, the first okay. mainstream. So, if we're gonna take it back to country grammar, let's take it back to country uh, grammar. All right, well, um, country grammar was out like here in St. Louis for like at least maybe two years, I would say. Wow. It was like, it was like a, uh, I don't know, was it like two years? It was years? like a demo season. Yeah, it was, a, it was like, literally was like a, um, two years, it was out and like, everybody knew the words, everybody loved it. It was, um, it was kind of just like this, like hood craze of, of country grammar. And originally there, I think uh, it was, it was, I don't, 
No, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Nelly had redid his vocals for the for the one that you hear now, but the the original one was really pitched up and uh, sounded like a kid almost. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because that's why it was that, that nursery rhyme type of feel. Uh-huh. But um, like it didn't really hit me like it was a national hit because I don't know. I lived in St. Louis. I didn't really venture out. Um, so like I would see it on MTV and like Nelly was on TRL and like it still really didn't like hit me at all. And then we had to do Jay Leno mm-hmm. and uh, he needed a DJ. So I DJed with the live band for Jay Leno and we flew out there. It still didn't really hit me. Even rehearsing on Jay Leno didn't even like hit me meeting him. But it was like whenever the cameras were rolling mm-hmm. and then it was just like, wow. I'm on fucking Jay yeah, Leno. Like, and so it was just like a the most, it was like, it really just hit me right then and there. And then like when we left, every car in Hollywood was bumping country grammar. And wow. it was just like the most amazing feeling um, just because we're in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like, Jay, we just did Jay Leno and everybody's <laughs> bumping it. So it was the most, uh, it was probably like one of the best feelings ever, like uh, musically anyway. Yeah. Way. But yeah, it was it was crazy for me because I, I did it didn't like I was still like oh yeah it's cool it's on TRL uh-huh. get back to work <laughs> I was like oh yeah it's cool you know we're going to JR, uh, uh, Jay Leno so get back to work blah, blah, blah. it was just like literally didn't really my because I just kept on wanting to work I kept on wanting yeah. to do good shit and like and like whenever that happened it was just like okay we made it <laughs> totally yeah oh that's awesome yeah so hey you started on mpc 60 do you still use mpcs uh yeah i i use the um i started off on a 60 uh the 62 uh-huh. and then um like it only had five seconds of sample time and you couldn't mm-hmm. like go further out and i think it was mono stare uh mono sampling uh-huh so when the 3000 came uh into play like i, I just switched everything over yeah i did like the swing of everything on the 60 but i think the 3000 just took it to another sure and it was roger lynn which i think really matters on an mpc yeah just because of the swing and everything else and how it works and sonically sounds Mm -hmm. but um yeah i started on the 60 and then i moved to 3000 i still use a 3000 from time to time just to you know brush up on things but Uh um uh yeah i mean i you know you're in Ableton now, right? I'm in Ableton. I'm in Machine. Uh-huh. I'm in Pro Tools. Uh, Reason. I, you know, I just stay moving. I, yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I like to use things for what they are. Like sure. I, I think mm. Machine has the best sound of for drums. Uh-huh. If you have to stay inside the computer, the box. I, I just love the swing and the the sound engine of Machine mm-hmm. for drums, and then like just for programming and um, recording. I, Ableton's the best to me. Like uh-huh. I, I've had everything. Like I've had, you know, like I said, Reason, Pro Tools. I used to make straight beats on on Pro Tools, but literally it would take forever because yeah. you have to open up a MIDI track, yeah. have to open up an audio track, and then you have to route everything. It was just like a mess. Yeah. Mm. So like literally, like I was used to making like three to four, maybe even five beats a day on the MPC, and mm-hmm. I, all that slowed down with the Pro Tools, and yeah. then. Once I got on Ableton, I was back to like doing like three to five beats a day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it was just, that's, it's that easy. Totally. And, and uh, same with the, the, the machine, but uh, you can't really 
like record you can record vocals and stuff but i mean like the way the warping and manipulating sounds in ableton it just it it takes it way beyond totally yeah that's all i see and all i hear man yeah. people destroy shit in ableton well I, uh, the thing is with ableton what i tell everybody is like mm -hmm. whatever you doing whatever you want to do there's probably like five ways of doing it. sure and so like to me that's amazing yeah like, you know like i like it, it that makes just time go fast, you know, fast. So yeah. you can get shit done quicker. Absolutely, turn yeah. it out quick, you know. Yeah. How about you, Coco? What you play with? Uh, you know, I, I, I used to strictly do the Pro Tools thing. Uh, -huh. uh Before that, you know, my first piece was a, a 3000. I, I bought a Trinity or a Triton maybe. Yeah. And got a Motif, a couple boards and stuff like that. And then I moved mm -hmm. to Pro Tools strictly. Yeah. Once, once you started tracking stuff into Pro Tools, it's like, why am I even using this out gear? And just, why don't yeah. it just go in here? Sure. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, the last, I don't know, three or four months, I've been doing the, the Ableton curve. Uh -huh. um, just learning that. Uh, like he said, they're, they're, it's it's pretty awesome. I just gotta learn how to get to everywhere I want to go. Sure, but um, yeah, they have to basically them two machines, just Ableton Pro Tools. Wow, that's awesome. And I still got some out here, but yeah, I don't really go to them that much. Uh huh. You know, bust them out every once in a while. Hmm. I still got like zip drives and zip files and all that stuff that I mm -hmm. still like to go through. Just of the old stuff we collected when we was coming up. Sure, priceless stuff. So. Yeah, I still have like a, um, a setup in my basement. It's what I call as the 80s rig. Uh -huh. okay. So it's, it doesn't even have MIDI. It's like the old CV thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So like whenever I'm feeling like doing like 80s type beats, like, you know, like Run DMC or like even the pop stuff, like I would literally have like the 808 or the DX and then just, you know, the old 80s sounds. I mean, I feel like... I, I'm a big 80s head, so I love that that whole feel, and it, it's mm -hmm. just fun making that stuff. Totally. Hell yeah, yeah man. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this, since you guys de delve in, like, hardware so much. Do you, Have you guys ever thought about um, using instruments or thought about playing instruments, or have you learned anything since now? Like, or? like instruments like keyboards and guitars? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, I think both of us know, like, uh, we we know the the basics of it. Like, I, I don't, like, I speak for myself. I definitely am not a player at all. But, oh, uh, man. But, <laughs> but I know like the I know how to play like you know what I mean like like I can't read music but like mm -hmm. just from being like probably like 19 to now being in front of a keyboard you just gradually pick it up sure you know right, I mean? right, right. like you see it at, like for me I see a keyboard every day and mm -hmm. I'm on one every day so I, eventually like you'll start knowing like what keys go with what and that's pretty much like I self I'm self-taught on that as well mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm no like I wouldn't call myself a player and I'm the same way with like drums and guitar and bass mm -hmm. like I'll sit there and you know hit them till I get like a you know a four bar loop you know what I mean to where it's like oh this sounds pretty dope or if I play it, it sounds whatever i'll like auto tune it or i'll put it through some weird effect to make it sound cool you sure know? Yeah. all right yeah mm -hmm. but i mean other than that I, you know i i just get in the studio and just make the sound you there you know? go ain't sure wrong with yeah, that yeah so <laughs> it sounds good well, now, yeah, you, now yeah. you can just draw it yeah yeah, so yeah you don't really i mean i'm the same way i, I self-taught i'm no beethoven by any means but i mean i can find it yeah but yeah i mean nowadays there's kids that don't know a lick of anything they're just clicking drawing right moving up down stretching whatever they gotta do and boom you gotta you know a masterpiece and it's like what the hell <laughs> right well, like, what key is that in? oh no. <laughs> well a lot of the kids now they, they're just like gathering sounds and loops and everything else and mm -hmm. don't even really even hit the keyboard like he said like kind of fill in the dots and it's yeah. like 
it's like, you know, like, I personally think that, you know, that's a handicap because, like, you could be so much more creative, like, actually playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but literally, like, a lot of these kids are just relying on putting drums over loops that they bought or they, you know, pirated or yeah. whatever. And they, you know, that's it. I mean, it's... I, it's a different world from where I came from, and I'm sure like the '70s guys are like, oh, you know, th yeah. these guys aren't even musicians, and you know, like I get it. So it's just you gotta go with the times. Totally. You know? yeah. Now people are crazy, man. I seen a thread the other day. People were trying to talk about what what you know is a is an NPC an instrument is a per, is a, is that person a musician? And it's like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you, know, you have to learn how yeah. to use it and know how to record with it. You mean know the sample time? I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to straight know it. Well, I mean, what's uh, what, uh, Arab music? Yeah. I mean, like, dude, that's like a, you know, that's a talent, you know, uh -huh. like you just, that's, you know, that's it's, a, it's just like playing a, yeah, it's just like playing, <laughs> playing the guitar. You have to practice. There's absolutely. no way you can just get that NPC and be an A-Rap money. There's just, it's impossible. No, you, absolutely. You know? I, I agree. Kid, uh, DJ Black, is his name? Yeah. Black. That uh, kid's crazy. Uh-huh. He, he plays the NPC just as well or even better than A-Rap music to me. Yeah. But yeah, they're all like the wide. I think definitely it's an instrument. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe the the premise of that thought. I was yeah. not even. I was like, oh man, let me. I put my uh, my Michael Jackson eating popcorn up there. Yeah, right. Let me see this. Yeah. 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 Finger, drum, <laughs> finger drumming is something else, man. Yeah. Like you say, Jay Black. Like say, yeah. A Rap music. Like that's like I've seen like programs like uh melodics that actually would teach you how to finger drum right and like actually let you follow along with same oh, thing wow. with piano and shit like that that's awesome so yeah man it was like something i was just started looking into i'm like huh yeah it's, like, it's the same realm as like djing like you know those kids that are making music with scratching i mean it's it's a totally different world now exactly. it's not you know like i get like in the beginning it was just cutting but now like kids are like actually making melodies with tones and yeah. everything else so it's you know like it's just with the times i mean like i get it like back then you know you have drums guitar and like all these acoustic instruments where mm. you don't need to plug into an outlet but now you know it's like we're we're a new time. So sure, you, you know it's like you, you, if you can make music with it, it's an instrument. Uh huh. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Right, because it comes down to it's not the machine, it's the man behind it. So yeah. I mean, if you so if you're musically inclined, you got the ideas and how to put them out in a creative format on whatever medium. Yeah, you know, like yeah, exactly. I mean, like kids are making beats on their phones. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. And you know, like if if they can get you know get it out there and like it becomes a number one hit, you can't not you can't knock that. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely not. I like you know, like I wish I had these when I was a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? It made man. my life a little bit easier. Right. Hell yeah, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure everybody, you know, imagine Hendrix with the guitar rig laptop or right? yeah. Beatles with auto-tune or Elvis with an IG yeah. or, you know, that that shit. can get crazy. Yeah. Just the thoughts. Hell, shit. One of my favorite albums in recent um, times, like episode this year, uh, by Anderson Pack that Malibu made yeah. on a MacBook and just in his living room. Oh, yeah. wow. The yeah. whole album just oh, wow. right there. Just yeah. for the whole thing. That's awesome. And it's like, it, like, like I said, it's, yeah. it's just... You good as the machine. You just gotta know like how to to work for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like just because you buy something doesn't make you you know Mozart of you know hip hop or whatever. Exactly. So like it's the same thing when I tell kids like you might have a billion sounds, but do you know how to use those sounds? Exactly. That's where the talent's at. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Is it gonna be a piccolo snare? Or is it gonna be a clap? You yeah, know? What I mean, right. you gotta know sound. You know the harmonics and things on where like. 
okay, my vocalist is gonna be in this range, you know, my bass is here, and then, you know, like, my pianos are gonna be in this, you know, like, it all has to work sonically. It's one thing I learned about, like, Dre's mixes, is like, sonically, everything fits in the pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's the art in itself. I mean, like, every instrument has a range, you know what I mean? And you just mm -hmm. gotta make it work for you. And, totally. And, make it fit it basically grows into like the thing what we talk about well, all the time uh -huh. music theory oh yeah yes, it goes exactly, into that man exactly. it goes into that all it's the time yep, man it's exactly it and that's one thing I stress every damn near every show almost now is like if you're a producer mm -hmm. learn it oh yeah it's, learn it and like go on YouTube if you need to go to school for it like just learn it just right. learn the basics cause I I learned saxophone with back when I was a teenager right. I was singing choir growing up so me learning, I used to learn how to read sheet movies, I knew how to play by ear, mm -hmm. and it's like, learning that foundation mm -hmm. is so key, even at, even when I make beats, it's key. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like like you said, knowing the chord progression, knowing right. notes, knowing, mm -hmm. and know, knowing where the range is gonna fit in with certain pieces. Right. Like, if you don't know that, right. or don't even have the idea, Right. It's not gonna. I mean, I've heard stuff just fall flat. I mean, and that's right. just honest. I mean. Well, what I've learned is, is like, is if you have the melody tight, mm -hmm. it like, if you have not that many sounds, everything will be bigger. Exactly. Yeah. If you have too many sounds, it's hard to make everything heard mm -hmm. and stand out. Like at first, it starts off with that melody. For me, any which way, I don't uh -huh. know. Like a lot of the new kids, it just it's all about 808 and snare, and like you don't even really hear like what's going on underneath. But sure. like for me. Like it's it's the the melody, and then try not to like maybe I'll stack that melody, playing the same exact thing, but stacking it and just making it thicker, and then just you know filling in the blanks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like not overdoing it with like tons of congos and hi hats and all this percussion going every which way. The more you keep it simple, the more everything sonically sounds bigger. Totally. Mm -hmm. It's not about so many sounds right like the wall of sound you yeah know what i mean like it's just about uh you know choices on what to use and what not to use absolutely exactly. would you say you work the same way for the most part coco yeah pretty much um i i do like like i mean we both do like um using live instruments and yeah stuff mm -hmm. like that we, we dip into that a lot um we got our go-to peoples um but yeah I, I think less is more a lot um when it comes to working with artists um, especially with the, like finding melodies from vocals and stuff like that. Right, like, that right, stuff right. just, I don't know. Too much going on, man. I think it's just, it's, it's overloading sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like some of the, some of the best beats that I like are, are, are stupid simple. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. But I, I, I can appreciate if, if you make it work. And right. It's, it's like, yes. you know, symphonic type track or something. I'm like, wow, I don't know. But. And, and majority of like, I don't know, I can, for me, if I'm bumping my head like, and I'm in a beat for like two hours, I already know this isn't gonna work. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like fighting it at this point. I don't uh -huh. wanna give up, I don't. Like Country Grammar, all my biggest, like the biggest hits that I've ever done literally happen within like minutes. Uh -huh. mm. And you, I don't even, like, I would never even think of it. Like, yeah. like a million people, not million, but a lot of people passed EI. And to me, that's my favorite beat that Nelly ever picked. And that and Pimp Juice is one, of, and those beats, are my favorite from him, and they literally happen within 15 minutes. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So when you're starting with a beat, you start with a melody mostly, you think? It just depends on uh -huh. how I feel. Like if I'm, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, like when you make five beats a day or three beats a day or whatever it is, mm. it's like you have to reinvent yourself. So you're like, all right, you know, 
I'm going to just start with the NPC today. Yeah. Or I'm just going to go in the live room and just hit hit just the tom and the snare today. And that's yeah. it. I, I try to do limitations of totally. Like, try to make the best out of simple, you know, simple. That's types. the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm kind of the other way. Like I personally. Uh huh. I like starting off with acapellas. Okay. With, okay. Like, uh, like with artists I like. Yeah. They don't happen all the time, but uh-huh. like if I I got a folder with a bunch of acapellas of just you know Jay Z's, Eminem's, yeah, whoever, and then you know I'll, I'll build it around that. Yeah. And I'll take that acapella out. Nine times out of ten, it makes me like the beat more. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, Jay already spit on this. Yeah. Well, I already know how to how to do this, and then when I get to an artist, I'm like, look, this is this is what we should try or whatever. Okay. And if they don't believe me, and they're like, I'm not getting it, then I'll play it. With, with, <laughs> with Jay or something. Yeah. And they're like, ah. Not to like copy him, but now they, they see what I was, you know. Yeah. They see what I was seeing, but mm. I like doing it like that. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. It don't happen like that all the time. I mean, you might wake up three in the morning, go downstairs, start making a beat, and all of a sudden, you know, we start off drums or whatever. Yeah. But. Mm. That's a great. That's a great one. I don't really. Yeah. I used to do that, and I haven't done it in a long time. One of my favorite things was always to just like k- copy the baseline or something that's tight, tight as hell right now. Yeah. Like, let me get that baseline, and then I'll just do something different on yeah. top of it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. You know right. what I've been doing a lot of lately is uh, MIDI files. Yeah, I'll just get like, cause I'm not like feeling like I don't play like that, so I'll get like crazy like jazz chords or, or whatever like or, I don't know whatever uh-huh. 80s music, <laughs> 90s music, whatever, and I'll just kind of dissect it and move things around to where it makes it mine and then kind of just build from there yeah. you know what I mean like stuff like that um, you know it's, that's what I'm saying like we do it for a living so like we're always trying to re, like do something different every sure. day to to make it interesting rather Absolutely. than just oh, bump our head every day like oh we gotta start with the drums and you know whatever right you know I try to like venture off into different genres as well, like mm-hmm. you know, just not do hip hop, do uh-huh. do rock, do you know, uh, country, country hip hop, yeah, and, you know, just kind of mix everything up. Totally, know? that's kind of how like even country grammar was even made. Like you know, like Ride with Me was just literally like like trying to do pop stuff. Uh huh. And if you notice, um, this is a little secret, but um, if you ever listen to. Uh, Rosa Rosa Parks by Outkast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's four strums. And if you take uh, Ride With Me, it's three strums. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like I was going in there. I was like, okay, I want to make it pop. But I also, like Rosa Parks came out. So I was like, okay, like I want something like that. Nice. And nobody would even like compare the two. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a matter of hiding it and like, and just, you know. I was just inspired by Rosa Absolutely. Park. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. No, that's a great one. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. So what would you say personally is one, probably like your favorite record that you produce? Like, period. Like, if you say like, or one of your absolute favorite records. I mean, oh, wow. like, like I would, EI and Pimp Juice are like forever my favorites. Yeah. Out, okay. out of all. Like, it's just sonically the mix turned out right. <laughs> Nelly killed it. Like, it literally is like one, to me, EI is like one of them like hypnotized it's gonna last a forever a time you yeah know? that like, it will yes yeah absolutely what about you Coco man um I mean major placements are just like local or just any uh we'll, we'll, we'll uh, how about we do we'll say we'll say we'll just say major for now major um man I'd say probably the tech nine joint I did I, I really like I, I love that track. That yeah. Overtime. Uh-huh. Um, nice. Put Stevie Stone on it. Chris Calico was on the hook. Um, 
crazy. I gave that the guy that beat, and he called me like a year later after he got off tour, asking mm. me if I still had it. And uh -huh. I was like, do I? <laughs> so I had to go back and like really dig for that. And yeah. They don't really do a lot, a lot of sampling over at Strange, um, but that was like some Dutch band. I don't even know where it came oh, from. Oh wow. I, I, I did on who sampled one time and just came across it. And yeah. Flipped it a little bit, but they, I've always, I've always loved that beat. Nice. Yeah. That's what's he did his thing on it. Hell yeah. So who all have you worked with locally so far? Just so we let the people know, who all have you worked with locally within the St. Louis scene? Uh, name them. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we really, of, we really everybody. keep our ears to the streets yeah. and, and 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 stay diplomatic about working with people that are coming up. We always listen to see who's coming up. Uh, we got projects right now that's in the works with just St. Louis artists. Yeah, uh, planning to drop that this spring. He's got one. I got one. Okay. Um, you know the tough hoes, the preaches, the you know we we, we done it all pretty right. much. Um, the only cat that we really having trouble to get a hold of is Shmino. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know him. I don't know anybody that does know him. Yeah. Well, so, so uh, if anyone out here knows yeah. Smino, tell him to holler at Coco. Yeah, we, we need one or two yeah. from Basement Beats with him. So, yeah. Not just because he's on. I, I right. you know, that's not what we're after either because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people we work with that's just. I, I literally out. heard him through a friend of mine that was in LA. He's like, yo, do you know this kid? And I was like, he turned me on to his music. And yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. This kid's from St. Louis? Like, yeah. Like, wow. Like, I gotta work. <laughs> this literally is probably like a year and a half, maybe even longer. Uh huh. And I've literally been like putting the word out, like, yo, I, I wanna link up with dude, like, uh -huh. you know, on some music tip. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll happen one day, you know, just a matter of time. Absolutely. I, that, that dude's killing it right now. So, right? you know, get your money, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, one thing I know that, you know, we talked about all about the creative process of it, but the other half of, Basin Beast is the business side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you could just for tell anyone out there that's trying to come up, trying to be like you know the future next Basement Beast one day, what do they need to know business wise? Like, if you had to say this is what you need to do when you start working with major artists and start getting placements, like what do you need to start knowing now before you go into that realm? I mean, just uh, what I think is is don't go into it with an ego and don't. Um, you know, you gotta pay dues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're in the room with some big dogs and you have an idea or whatever, you know, and, you know, maybe they don't wanna cut you on a publishing or they wanna give you less publishing, you know what? Mm -hmm. That's the hit, that's paying your dues. Yeah. Don't go in there with like, oh, well, I came up with this, so I need 50% and like have that kind of attitude about it. Like, man, like, if you can do that, you can do a million of them. Right. You, can, you know what I mean? So mm. it's a matter of, just drop the ego from the front door, you know what I mean? And you'll last long in the business. Totally. Um, uh, I mean. See, the, the business side is what sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, we're like learning that, not, we're not learning it now, but we're doing more, like we're wearing more hats now. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I would say come up with, with, with a, a great team, people that, are, that got your back 100%. And then, oh, you want to do the internet? You want to do the pub side? Uh -huh. You want to do this? Let me be the producer. I mean, kind of have a team and, and, and go into it with a great attitude, man, and, mm -hmm. and then let it, everybody help each other. That's, yeah. a, that's exactly what happened with Lunatics. Everybody played their role. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't have somebody that was trying to, you know, be a manager and still rap and stuff like that. Like, I was the beat man. You know, the manager was the manager. The You know, Lunatics were the Lunatics. Right. So, it was just kind of like we all played our position and we played it well. Yeah. Like, we owned it. And that that's part of, you know, making it happen. Like, having these people believe in the one thing on getting on mm -hmm. and not being, like I said, dropping the ego. You know what I mean? Just totally. go, go ahead and, um, you know, just 
everybody just play their position. Sure. Absolutely. Hey, so um, when when kids are making beats, what, what's the best way to get them in people's hands? Do they need to go shake? Do they need to get FaceTime, Twitter? You think? What, what's a good way for kids to to get their beats out to well, the right people? I mean, Twitter work for Metro. Yeah. I look at Metro. Yeah. You know, um, I I think it's it, it's timing. Um, uh-huh. I know that's cliche. It's all of it. It's you know, all of it. Sure. It, it really yeah. is. Like I, he can make a banger. You know, and then we sit on it for two years or whatever. But if the right person doesn't come up with the song right. that really sticks, totally, then it's for what? You know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. networking, man, just keeping it cool with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, Twitter, Gmail, stuff like that. It works. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It's worked. But I mean, I think and, I mean, FaceTime, like getting out and FaceTime, connecting everything. is yeah. right. I mean, like I feel like that's number one. Like you can call yeah. my studio, you can tell me you want to come in, yeah. but if, if you meet me out at my event or if yeah. you see yeah. me out somewhere, yeah. it's gonna make a whole lot of difference the yeah. first time we talk. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and don't be scared of sending your beats out. Like oh, if I send it out, somebody's gonna steal it. Like, uh-huh. well, you know what? Like like I said, if you can make one of them, you can make a million of them. Sure. You know what I mean, it's just don't be scared about that because I think that that holds a lot of people back. It's like, well, you know, they're gonna steal it, and like, or mm-hmm. they'll remake it, or whatever. You know what? Like, then work harder on the next one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, that that should just prove to you if that does happen which is 99% not gonna happen but you know like I mean not happen to where somebody's gonna steal your stuff but yeah. I mean it's just you know if it does happen take it as a compliment and you know just keep pushing totally you know what I mean like don't give up right, I mean, right like right, that's right. just bottom line I feel that yeah FaceTime and, and, and just timing because if Nas was in the studio right there It'd be a lot different than me sending Nas a beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Face, FaceTime's pretty much like 99% of yeah. it. Like, yeah. So, I that I felt. Did yeah. I even get an honest ear sending it to him? Did he Did he not get it? Did it go to spam? Did right. It, is he just busy? You know, mm. there's a but, lot. Of... But like sending it out does work. I mean, mm. literally. Um, I mean, what's the latest one? Like Plies, like on Plies' first record, like literally, I've never met Plies. Uh-huh. But I made it on a gold record, you know yeah. what I mean? Just literally sending him some. Sure. So it's like, um, you know, it's all of that. FaceTime, sending out. It's a, it's literally wake up and either make beats and send out beats or both. You yeah. Know, that, it's a full-time job. Totally. Man. And people don't, people think that we're just like, you know, in the basement, just kind of like Hanging out. having fun, making music. Literally, like, that's that's a small percentage of it yeah you know it's mm. you gotta Wait. like you gotta, you gotta be consistent with your social media you gotta send out beats you got and social media is like youtube facebook instagram and they're all a different format so you got to make everything kind of like totally you know what i mean so mm. it's a it's it's a big job i mean like when vine came out you were like the king there for like <laughs> killing it i mean i was i was doing all right oh man <laughs> You but, like grasped that and figured it well, out. Well, like, well, like I needed, a, like I go through like kind of like seasons. So I was like on my, you know, video DJ uh, kick. So I was like, you know, I love a lot of movies. So it was just like I would watch like I don't know whatever Pulp Fiction. It's like, oh, I want to make a beat out of all the gunshots in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And then it just be, it's like, well, the internet is your biggest audience. Sure. So you just need to know how to manipulate the Rubik's cube and make it work for you. Right. And then literally like we were bumping our heads as video djs like we have youtube which is unlimited time and then we had uh, we were like we were wondering like how long things should be then when when vine hit i think it was like 10 seconds or something like that 
that was the that's all we needed. Yeah. And then bam, we had to be so it's like set like a uh, like a SB12. You only got like five seconds to right. So you got to be speed the record up, or you got to be creative to make that work. And that's what Vine was. It's like all right. Like, all I got is just a little bit of time to make some magic happen. Sure. And that was it. Uh-huh. And so, like, literally, that kind of helped me out today because just, like, on editing video and talking video with directors. Mm. And it's just, you know, like, I don't have to wait on somebody to make my promo vids because now I can edit it yeah. up on my own. And, mm. and I know how I want want things to look. I mean, it's, mm. it, like, video DJing really, like, it was, like, another art form that I've always wanted to get into and that, that I still love to yeah. this day. Right, right. So I think you hit on a good point. Like we, we, we when we had Wishmaster on the show, he was kind of hitting the same thing. Where it's like being able to like edit your own videos and produce your own content to represent your your media. Mm-hmm. It's like it seems to be the most important thing. Like you can rely on a different guy, but if you can't do it yourself, there's going to be times where that falls short right. of what you needed right. to be doing. Right? Yeah. It's like you know, like I got this great idea of I don't know. I'm just throwing an idea. Like of me walking down the steps and giving a high five to my homie. Like. Like if you you can grab a camera, it don't have to be a high quality camera. Yeah. It can be whatever. It's just a matter of making it creative. You know what I mean? Learning the tools that you have, and a lot of the computers now have iMovie in it and effects. Oh yeah. Master those effects. Master those you know transitions. Master everything, and 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 that'll that'll be your your look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until you constantly learning more and getting into. Final Cut or After Effects or whatever else. Right. But like, you know, like it's a matter of not waiting for somebody to, to get your, you know, your vision across. Absolutely. And I think that it, it'll help out your brand and everything. Uh-huh. You know, like and, and you know, you don't have to pay high dollar for, you know, some videographer to come in and edit and do all that other stuff. Right. Let's get get you a hat rack. A yeah. lot a lot of them you gotta wear. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean to in this in this day, yeah. I mean literally you like the more hats you have, the better. Yeah. Because that, that just makes you smarter. Totally. Absolutely. It makes you makes you, you know, get out there better and everything else. Totally. So let me ask you this. So since you know, since it looks like you still DJ to this day, I've seen you yeah. just, definitely seen Instagram. You've been yeah. DJing, man. So where have you all? Where have you actually been? Like it looks like you've been all over the country. It looks like <laughs> yeah. I see you in Cali a whole lot too. Yeah. So where? Um, so where have you uh, just DJ outside of Cali? Um, I'm Vegas. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> Texas. I mean, I've pretty much been in like all the big cities. Okay. Um, when I was on my DJ like kick and I was wanting to you know really hit it hard and um. I, you know, like, it, it just became, like, I don't know, like, I got kind of burnt out a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, it became a real EDM-driven uh, DJ world now. Uh-huh. Like, back when I got into, back when I got back into it was whenever DJ AM had, you know, kind of introduced the world to Serato, and he was mm-hmm. getting away with playing Michael Jackson with Huey Lewis and <laughs> dropping Run DMC and all this other stuff. I'm like... Man, that's awesome because it's you're not pigeonholed to one genre like and and it sounds dope and it's just like you don't have to carry a billion records with you. So I kind of put the uh, producing to the side and this is where I was living in California and I was literally going to AM's um, uh, club like every week because it was always like this was the peak of like kind of DJing like it was like. You know, like Serato had just came out, so everybody's going bonkers. All the, you know, it was just a creative time for DJs. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I just went into that full time uh-huh. and just was like, all right, I'm putting pr- production to the side. I'm, I want to, I want to do this now. 
Yeah. And then that, you know, I, I was just DJing as much as I could, like anywhere, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, like wherever, Phoenix, anywhere, you know, like wherever there was a party, I would be down. And then, um, then I, I kind of, not burnt out, but I kind of wanted to do more with my DJing. Like, I was like, man, like, I want to do video. Like, I want to have a big LCD screen behind me and I want to do like movies and like do all this crazy show. And then that's whenever I started doing um, video DJing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then went down there and, uh, you know, won Winter Music Conference. And right. And then after that, I just, because it's like, all right, the goal is kind of done. Like, I'm going to get back into production now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a matter of, you know, like I said, the seasons with me. Like, I'll just hit it hard and then find something else creative to do. There That's you go. And so, Coco, like, I always want to ask you, since you're the sample head of the crew, definitely, mm -hmm. man. So what kind of, uh, so let me ask you, do you kind of shift to, like, a certain genre, like, when you use, like, samples? Like, I'm stick to soul, I'm going to stick to a gospel I'm gonna stick to rock music or do you just say fuck it it's just whatever comes to mind it, yeah it is what it is man it, it just depends like with the artist too but like um, you know I, I've, I've always loved the soul records you yeah know what I'm saying? I've always loved that that feel that time the music um, but I, I mean yeah I mean I, I don't sample a whole whole lot mm -hmm. but I mean this man's more knowledgeable about records than me but um, but yeah it's just a vibe man like whatever whatever artist is you know in the in the groove I just kind of bring whatever I think that might fit them and just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> sampling, I mean, sampling comes, with, you know, it, it comes and goes. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I it's do just, it, but yeah. I know the repercussions that comes with it. Shit, right, right, yeah, right, man. You know, I've been yeah, hit on, right. a, on a major hit on, on you know, I think me and Nelly end up splitting 5% on a record that I, I sampled. Oh, so after that, it was kind of like, yeah, I sampled, but man, it's like, Oh, that sucked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, they shot a video. It was going to be like a, it charted over in Europe, but it, it didn't do nothing here. He, he performed it one time. Oh, man. And that was uh, Hurricane Katrina. Mm. Uh, he did it for that. And uh -huh. after that, it was just like nothing. Crickets. Damn. And that dude, man, like, that, that's a song that's been sampled four or five times. I know that guy's just sitting over in Europe at a bar and he's just being greedy, but Aww. it was, I mean, it wasn't crazy offbeat than what it was, you know what I'm saying? But that's what Nelly wanted and yeah. we did it. And it was, looked, what was it, Tears for Fears? No, uh, uh, Spandu Ballow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was the uh, PM Dawn sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm sure, I'm sure that that dude probably was, like gave that sample up for nothing for PM Dawn. Yeah. And then Nelly probably was like, oh, well, we're going to use it this time. It's like, no, I learned my lesson last time. Oh. Oh. It's probably some situation probably, like that. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. right. Every time I hear that song, I'm just like, I, mean, I got my own remix in my head on the hook. <laughs> it sucks. That is awful. Yeah, so you're man. not a fan of sampling more now? Uh, do you do you, do you start with like a sample idea and have a person maybe replay it, or how how would you? Yeah, I love doing that, but I mean, not necessarily. If, if, the, if the sample's dope, you know what I'm saying? I just try to try to flip it the best I can without just like using it straight up. Yeah. But um, you know, sometimes it calls for that though. Totally. Like, you know, you might not even have to do nothing but add drums or just loop a certain section. And be like, absolutely. This is it. It's a matter of if, if it sounds good, and like you know, like if you know that's what you're gonna you know have to do is take you know take the hit yeah like kanye west like i know for a fact like he's paying out the wazoo for for sample clearance yeah i mean just in general because i mean now yeah right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. but he's but those songs are classics you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's a good album he, he you know like he had to do it i mean it's just part of hip-hop culture and um you know i don't think he's hurting either which way but, sure I mean, but yeah i mean it's just 
like like I, like I said, some days we'll go down there and sample. Some days we'll just do drums and then you know you know start from wherever you know. Yeah, yeah having people replay stuff that's dope too, man. Yeah, like, then yeah. You can manip you know manipulate the the chord progression or whatever, or make it totally. sticker. Or, you know. I feel like I, you know the more I listen to, I, I'm really into soul and funk, and the more I listen mm -hmm. to records through like my Spotify, just popping shit on the radio, and yeah. the more I find. Dre records that were that yeah, sam yeah. That Dre sampled. Mm -hmm. It always feels like they're they're replayed, but they're so close to the original. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like he, but he he's got to be getting them them replayed, and uh, yeah, and it just seems like that's the tight way to maybe go about it. Because I'm sure you, you you avoid a lot of bullshit that way at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you're still gonna get hit with you your mechanicals, it, yeah. but the main thing is like if if like obviously go into it however you want but like chopping is really dope too it's like trying to to hide the sample to yeah. where um you don't recognize it as much but then like it goes back to like if you're gonna sample a michael jackson record and even if you chop it it's still like you're gonna have to pay it like it's just one of them records that everybody knows you sure. know what i mean exactly. but but if you get like some record that was like i don't know like 45s are really good because it was like back in the 70s when independent uh labels really didn't have wasn't on labels and they didn't have mm -hmm. a lot of money so they would put all their money into this little 45 and now the record company's gone and the artist who knows where they are and yeah. like if you chop it up you what's know, gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah you know what i mean so it's like you just gotta be cautious on stuff like that sure know? like I'm, I'm definitely not gonna be doing you know the, you know a beat it record you know re, right you know remixing that or you know but chopping now it. but now you got all the platforms with you know the producer sites where it's both are free yeah yeah and then there's people that are so dope man there's this chick i miss madly i think um i got a couple packs from her she straight sounds like she's from the 70s era like oh nice how she plays the instrument she uses mm -hmm. she's maybe like 25. wow but it's so dope man on the stuff and it's that, yeah, that's that's where the game's at, really, is the yeah. sample loops and uh -huh. royalty-free stuff. I mean, that's, like, back when we were, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, digging was the thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's digging for sample, you know, royalty-free yeah. loops, and that's yeah. what these kids are doing now. I mean, you guys just dropped a, a sample yeah. pack, right? Yeah, on machine, yeah machinemasters.com, uh, Basement Beats Loops Volume 1. Go yeah. Get, go get it. There you go. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. off right now. So, yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, a, you know, just a lot of uh, loops that uh, Coco and I made, um, and just 50 of them, put them in there, and um, a lot of kids been asking us for sound, so yeah, here you go. That's awesome. Hell yeah. And you know, since you know, we all started from the beat, uh, the beat battle platform first, mm -hmm. probably, we also saw that you have an online beat battle going on. Yeah. So go ahead and speak on it about this right here. Oh, the, the loops? Yeah. The yeah, battle. you know, you go out there, you get the, the loop pack, and then... Uh, you know, flip one of them and then use the hashtag. Uh, it was a BB Vault. BB Loops Vault One. Yeah. Nice. Hashtag that, and then and the winner gets a prize January 6th. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Eighth. Was it eighth? Oh yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, DJ. Just have it in by the second. <laughs> yeah. Get, put it up now. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, but I mean, but we, yeah, we we're going to send out a, a MPK mini and then we got a thumb drive full of our sounds like from, you know, the country grammar days to now. So, nice. So yeah. we'll, we'll hook you up. That's we're gonna, awesome. We're going to keep doing that, man. That's our first one. Uh -huh. um, we just got kind of tied in with, with doing some business with them on, on, on doing like sample previews and stuff videos. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to have a lot more to come, man. Yeah. But that, it's, 
we gotta test the waters first. Yeah, no, that's really cool. We don't really, I mean, we got hard drives and loops. I'm sure every producer does. So yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we're just trying to see what we can do. Yeah, actually, wrong. Putting our hand yeah. in everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you gotta do it. I mean, yeah. how many hats, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> stack paper. Hey, stack paper, multiple faces. Yep. Got it, man. So, you know, we're gonna close it out very, cool. very in a second, man. So, we definitely wanna appreciate y'all for coming appreciate out. Appreciate you yeah. having us. Thanks. But we wanna go ahead and give you, uh, we're gonna ask Coco first, then Jay. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on. Anything, just anything. anything you want to tell the good people out. I mean, get at us, man. Like, if you're an artist coming up, especially now, like we're, we're we got our ears out and and we got our hands out trying to trying to make these uh, projects for St. Louis. Yeah, okay. um, we I got, can attest to that, man. I, I've seen so much stuff come through here. Yeah, that these guys much, are doing. Yeah. I, I brought, Over the last couple of years, man, it's been d- a dozens of projects. You got Nate Moore, you got yeah, Preach, you got Kenny Knox. Um, I mean, like Binks. Keen. He's not from here, but Keen, Keen. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really working on some St. Louis driven stuff. Um, we got some real big news that we really can't talk about, but it's TV based. Good. Nice. Um, you know, something that could happen there. Um, but we're going to keep doing the vaults and the, you know, the loot packs and stuff like that. And yeah. Keep at it, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep having fun and, you know, until that, you know, until this business doesn't become fun anymore, which right. I, I don't think it will. We, I, we still make beats because we love the game. We yeah. love the art. Um, so yeah, man, just keep keep at it if you're an upcoming producer, man, and just you know, it's all time and it'll happen, right? If it was meant to be, there you go. Yeah, if yeah. it wasn't, then just if it's fun, have it be fun. Yeah, don't treat it like a job. There you, know? you go. There you go. And J E, uh, Tef Poe, J E, January sixteenth. Yes. Yay. <laughs> uh, coming out. Um, I've got a compilation coming out, and uh, I definitely uh, be on the lookout for that Tef Poe coming out. There you go. That's, yeah. that's, all, that's my final word. There you <laughs> go. I like that. <laughs> what can the good people reach you out? Uh, we got the Basement Beats uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, what's our email? Basement Beats. Or, Which one? Uh, to get in contact The one with that us. you want to tell people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just get at us at basement underscore beats underscore on IG. Yeah. 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 Um, and just message us. That's the best way we're yeah, on. Add and Facebook. There you Face, go. You know, the Gmails get loaded. And, up. and YouTube. Like, it's not hard to find us. Uh, just, you know, message us on one of them. Oh, you might catch me at the pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. Codex. Send... I don't know. I'll be somewhere. No, maybe we'll see you at the next Fresh Produce. No, we want to come. No, we January. will be there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. January First Friday. I want to be in one. Nobody yeah. oh. would let me be in one. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? Uh oh. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, we, we used to have our own beat battles. Like, me, him, Wally, uh, we used to do, and this is what I think y'all should do. Uh huh. Not saying I ain't even been to one, so I don't know how, you, how the platform's rolled out. But sure. Like, anybody can bring a beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can say. Oh, yeah. This is my beat. It's really not some Timberland B side from whatever. Sure. And you yeah. don't know. And everybody's like, damn, it's just tight. Uh-huh. I think, you know, bring your laptop. Uh-huh. Bring, bring whatever platform that you make music on. Yeah. Here's the kit. Yeah. This is what we used to do. All right, here's the kit. We're going to bring it up. You got 10 minutes to make a beat. Ooh, Ooh, like we used to do back in the day. Who, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. you can have, <laughs> have your headphones on. Do all your Everybody music, has you know, the same sound. Yeah. Do what so you do. And when that 10 minutes is up, take the headphones off. 
time's up. Yeah. Off the machine and then play it. Absolutely. Same kit. Yep. You can flip whatever you want to flip. That's there you what go. we used to do. Yeah. Just as friends, you know, from the competition. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes. And it'd be the worst. And it'd be the worst sounds. Like it'd be like like yeah. you know like a fucking pan hitting the ground or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's like you, all right, let's, who's got it? You know what I mean? Who's, yeah. We would just take random random sounds like that, just like fucking tearing paper. And that's fun. I think that's the like, true way to do a beat battle. Totally. Like, as far yeah. as fairground. Yeah. Well, we we do sample Ooh. based. We we started handing handing out the samples so that everybody yeah. starts the, oh, with, from the same ground. Yeah. yeah. You got a week. Here's the kit. Yep. yep. Come with it. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that, that's the way to. That's who that, does that like that. There's I mean, somebody, um, you talking about like that machine? Oh, no, remember that that site? show? Uh, what's the show? Uh, there was a French site, man. It's called like Samplor or whatever. Hmm. They used to have these okay. sample links. Uh huh. And then who flipped it? Kind of like who sampled that? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the Europe version. And they would have beat battles every month. And oh, they would badass. send the link. There's the kit. And then you know December 30th or whatever, you you put all the people that remade it yeah up, and then people vote nice so yeah you know that'd be something fun to do with the fresh produce stuff yeah <laughs> just yeah. like uh like have an online aspect of it all too yeah just huh. get like your your bigger guys that, that that are killing it and just you know yeah. like three of them or whatever and be like all right do it right here on the spot. This Woo. is, you know, right. what I mean, like oh, I missed that. Yeah. I missed it, man. Oh, hey. <laughs> have, have it, have it loaded. Have it loaded. You got ten minutes. Have, you, 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 just man, go we can do that here at the lab every month. Yeah. Or yeah. uh, for this next cool. beat battle here, you got the bass and beat kit. Right. This there is what go. they're giving yeah. you to flip. Yep. Go. Absolutely. So yeah. you know, there's a lot of lot of stuff, but I think to, to play fair, because I I can bring a beat from whoever. Like, yeah, be like, yo, it's mine. There's yeah, been some cause, accusations. Cause, cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's why you know we just like, man, fuck it. Well, pick a sample. Sometimes the most obscure sample, like, do it. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if if it's just like random sounds, like tearing paper or fucking, you know, hitting a pan, like, literally, like, there's you can make a monster with just those sounds. I'm yeah, telling, mm-hmm. as long as you know what I mean, like something that nobody, you know, it, it'll blow. People's minds, totally. Like, like people that don't even know know how to make beats. Yeah, it's like wow, you made that from that. Like, yeah. it, it, it's it's very inspiring. Totally, because like it, it surprises you. Like wow, it was like the big prize. Like what's first, second, third? So we we give a hundred dollars of studio time and a hundred dollars cash away to the winner. Um, that's been the prize pretty much for the last uh, two and a half years. But we're, I think this year it's gonna get ramped up a little bit more. Yeah. We're 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 kind of figuring out some new things and. Uh, Hopefully, have some more things to turn over and kind of give more than people than just the win the one winner that <laughs> some prize. Right. right. <laughs> so what's what's January fifth? Is that a that's first our Friday. champion? That's Friday a or? yeah. It's a Friday. Okay. Yeah. That's our first champion battle we've ever had. We're gonna have twelve producers. Uh, eight of them have won before, and four of them, I think, three of them. Uh, oh, nine of them have won before, and three of them are just kind of like people we drew uh, up to bring out. So. so it's like the winner's circle. Like these exactly. are the best of the best. Yeah, oh, Sketch right. is coming in oh, from Houston. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be yeah, there. Yeah, we'll this. be there, man. We'll, oh, we'll, it's going to we'll, be fun. We'll show up. Awesome. But, yeah. Well, appreciate you guys coming on to the show. Well, appreciate you. you having us. Man, we appreciate Yeah, we this really is the be- This is the best interview I've had in, like, <laughs> fucking maybe ever. Good. <laughs> nice. Do nothing but talk about fucking cool shit that I right? like to talk about. There you go. <laughs> nice. Now, we try and keep it real, not that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, it ends up, like, being political or some other, nah, you know, nah, all nah, we do nah. is talk about Nelly or something like that. Nah, nah, the worst nah, thing we'll nah. ask you is, like, do you, like, kicks or snares yeah. or snares or claps better? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But, yeah, we truly do 
appreciate that, man. Cool. But uh, this has been episode 29, 29. sir. 29. 29. Big 29. <laughs> so, appreciate you guys. Appreciate Thank you, you for guys. having us. Thank yeah, man. you, man. So make sure you catch us on uh, freshproducestl.com forward slash fruit of the boom. Catch all the episodes of Fruit Boom Pod on all forms of social media. Yeah. And fruitboompod at gmail.com for any contact. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's your boy, Matt. Thanks for checking us out. And it's your boy, JBJ. Y'all holla child in the free world. Peace. Peace. Peace.